This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. So, checking us out today, I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. This is your show all about buying, selling, investing, anything you can do with or without real estate. We're going to talk about today and on our on our previous shows we've we've discussed that as well. But um, we have a lot of fun here. We got a lot of different folks from different avenues of real estate, mortgage, inspections, attorneys, economists, you know, all these people come on the show to talk about, you know, uh, real estate, right? So in the in the in the studio with us today is Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Of course. So we are we're having like one heck of a historic early 2020. Yeah. Things have been really intense. Rocking right now. Rocking, dude. Rocking. Like, um, I'd like to thank Jack, our producer, and Jade, our marketing director, for making this all possible. And uh, Matt, thanks for being here with us today. You got it, man. Mm. So you know, Matt, we are we're in February right now. And we're hearing a lot of people talking about how they want to buy. And in the studio with us today, we have a friend of mine as well as a mentor uh, and also the broker owner of Home Smart Professionals and the last last year's president of the Rhode Island Association of Realtors, Dean DeTonincourt. Dean, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Glad to have you, you know, Dean, and, and I, I feel like I wanted to bring you on, and I appreciate you coming on with such a short notice, because there's a lot of buyers, sellers, investors, agents out there, people, mortgage people, and they really need a global spectrum of this, okay? So I wanted to make this show, I wanted, I wanted people to see it from 30,000 feet, okay? And I feel like you've got that view, and I know you're involved with all the different boards involved on net, with the with the National Association of Realtors. And I really want to pick your brain on this topic on coronavirus and the effects on real estate. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you know, when you look at it overall, everyone's affected at this point. You know, ultimately, it's our role in the industry to make sure that we're educating the consumer. Mm-hmm. So when we look at everything that the Rhode Island Association of Realtors is doing to make sure that our... Right now to find my first home, or why is it so hard to find my investment property or vacation... So ultimately, what is the message? You know, what is happening out there? There's no secret that this pandemic is affecting the real estate industry. The question is, does it affect in only a negative way. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is health and safety for everyone. Mm-hmm. People's jobs are affected. When you look at the closures of, of in the state, throughout the state, in, in different um, you know, uh, economic sectors, restaurants, what have you, ultimately people are affected. If they're not collecting an income, they're going to be affected. If they're already in a transaction to purchase or to sell, they could be affected. There are some positives with the effects as well. When you look at the interest rates, while they're changing on a regular basis, 
and we should talk about that because there's confusion in the marketplace with the interest rates. But there are some positives that are happening in the marketplace as well. So uh, we need to be mindful, first of all, what is the safety? What are the measures to take for people's safety? And we should talk about that first with, with showing what's happening out there in the market. And you, you would know firsthand with what your team is experiencing at your open houses and, and how you're shifting your methodologies to show properties. Yeah, absolutely. You brought up a lot of great things, Dean, and one of them being that there's people that are probably going to miss current payments on stuff because they're going to be out of work. So there's going to be a gap in income, and there might be a gap, a glitch on their credit reports. But from what I can see, and, and I don't think anything has passed yet, for this, and it may, I'm not sure if it has to go through Congress or what type of consumer boards or whatever, but I feel like they're not going to penalize people for this at that time. Right. I feel like that if, it, if you have a blip in your credit and your credit takes a hike, I'm talking a few months down the road when those people are ready to buy or whatever, I just I feel like there's going to be a certain level of forgiveness there. Um, I also feel like we shouldn't panic. I feel like it shouldn't be all doom and gloom. There's a ton of opportunity out there right now. And I do want to talk about that with buyers and also sellers, too, because there's different things happening with the very low levels of inventory we've been talking about. That's a very real thing. There's always going to be people that are going to need to buy. You've got people that are relocating. You've got people that are downsizing. You've got people that are upsizing because the house that they live in just isn't functional for them anymore. So you have a lot of things happening. And even in the worst of times, Dean, uh, I'm talking 2008, 2009, there were still thousands and thousands, I think eight or 9,000 home sales in Rhode Island, okay? So, um, you know, to, to go back to safe, I guess, safe handling, if you want to call it that, sure. precautions, what my team and several other uh, real estate agents have been doing around the state, I think it's fantastic, is we've been leveraging technology. This is technology that we've had. This is technology that we use on a daily basis, but we're now educating the consumer to use it. Right. Right. In real estate, it's all about the human interaction. Let's call it what it is. While, while the Internet allows for access to information, yep. people take that information and then seek a professional. They meet with a professional. They see information on the property. They see it online, mm -hmm. and then they go tour the property. It's always that next step. We can't change the human interaction of real estate. You know, although information is readily available, there still needs to be that connection. Yeah. A lot of folks are utilizing virtual tours, virtual uh, walkthroughs of properties. But at the same time, are people truly going to only buy off that virtual walkthrough? It does happen across the country. I don't know that we see it as much here in our local marketplace because people need to feel, see, touch it in order to, to experience that feeling of how do people choose a home, they, the feeling of home. Can you find that behind a camera? Sure. You know, so, so we still need that interaction, which now trickles down to what are we doing to protect the consumer when they're coming into people's homes? Sellers have, have deferred showings on their properties. They don't want people coming through their homes. Mm -hmm. People have lessened their viewings of, of properties and have limited only now to rather than just browsing, 
they're being more selective at the homes that they're looking at. So sellers have an advantage in that respect because buyers are only looking at homes that truly meet their criteria and not just curious shopping. Yeah. But, we, you know, this past week we've had open houses that still had over 20 parties oh. to the open house. Great. It's not that people aren't looking at homes. So so sellers who are saying, you know, I, don't, I, I want to take my house off the market, it should only be because of their concern for their own safety. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Now, this is your show all about real estate, buying, selling, investing, getting through the good times, getting through the bad times. And if you missed last segment, guys, we were talking about how it's not so bad of times in real estate, which is actually pretty surprising, right? Many reasons for that. And in the coming weeks, we're actually going to have on a big name real estate consultant, Robert Hahn. He's going to be talking about that. We're going to be taking on different economists, et cetera, as time goes and uh, make sure you're fully informed. But we'll talk about the market a little bit more after this. Right now, you may be bored at home. You may not know what to do. So we've got on a special treat for you today. Jennifer Jaber with rablogger.com is talking about the top five things you can virtually do from your home. Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course, you're very welcome. Thanks for being here with us. So what are those top five virtual things? So the Newport Mansions are offering virtual tours until May 1st. Um, mm. You can tour the Birds of America at Rosecliff and the virtual Tiffany Glass Collection. The details are on the blog. That one's just by way of a link, I believe, at your convenience. Yeah. Um, if you were loved the paint and wine nights, Paint and Vino um, is offering Dockside Dreams virtual paint class. It's Saturday, September 11th. Sorry, <laughs> April 11th. Oh my God. That's all right. You're way, you're way ahead. I know. I know. I, I know. I'm like thinking in the future when this is all passed and we're just, you know, but anyway, so Saturday, April 11th from 7 to 10. You can reserve your spot by way of the link that is on the blog. We just posted all these events. And then it includes all the equipment, including like a tablecloth. So you have to do nothing but pick it up curbside, um, safely curbside. And they'll offer two beverages. You can choose beer, wine, or soda. Obviously, if you choose beer or wine, you have to um, have your ID with you. But So that's a great way. You get everything you need. You go back home to the safety of your house, and you do uh, a virtual painting class. Awesome. And there's also a Facebook Live cooking class, which you can also do with your kids, hosted by Made by Me Cooking School. It's Thursday the 9th at 5 p.m., of yep. this week as well um, but they're also doing it weekly but this week is Thai peanut chicken and Oreo truffles are the recipe and it's a new recipe each week so it's a great way to involve the family members in some cooking and if you're looking for some new recipes too because if you're like me you've been cooking a lot <laughs> so um, it's a little motivation to try something new if you're looking for some live music Rhode Island's own Mark Cutler Fireside Music will be Wednesday April 8th from 7 to 8 p.m. And then Steve Rodriguez is live on Wednesdays, I think typically every Wednesday from 8 to 9.30, and he features classic rock favorites and much more. So if you want some music, uh, some live music, if you're itching for some live music, there's some options there as well. Awesome. Is that, I, I counted, wow, is that five already, Jennifer? 
<laughs> that is five, yes. But there's there's um, more, and we're trying to really keep up to date on them. So if you know of them, any virtual classes or if you're hosting virtual classes, please like email us at jenniferriblogger.com, or you can go right onto the blog and um, submit your events there. So, I mean, we want to keep people at home also entertained, and a lot of these are supporting local musicians and local artists, so we can still yeah. support all the entertainment that we love in the state, but just from the safety of our homes right now. Fantastic. Jennifer, thank you so much. And if you would like to see any of these virtual uh, things you could do uh, in a long list of other things and local businesses you could support, feel free to go to riblogger.com. Check it out. It's the best local website around for events and virtual things to do. Jennifer, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great week. You're welcome. You bet. So if you're just tuning in, I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're here to talk about, obviously, real estate, right? So things are changing out there in the stock market. Things are changing uh, pretty much with everything, right? With jobs. Jobs are, are really, really, a job loss is, is very, very high. We know that. But I don't want to make this show about that. I want to make this show about the positive things that are actually happening. And by the way, real estate has had its best Q1 ever on record. And in addition to that, we looked back 30 days and we found that the results have continued. Okay. So homes are still selling multifamily, condo, single family, and they're selling at a very rapid pace and there's still appreciation going on in the marketplace. Pretty, uh, pretty intense. So on the line with us right now, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. And uh, Matt, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes coming from, in a, in a positive way, I think, from the consumer, a lot of innovation happening out there right now in real estate, right? I know you weren't expecting to talk about this, I don't think. Uh, but, but, you know, but can I throw a quick curveball at you, bro? Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious, Matt, how you feel technology has has is is changing the way you interact with consumers well honestly i think that uh i think especially with movement mortgage and my my experience um obviously i can only speak with on my company and how we're handling things but some of these tools that we have have been here for a while and, yep. but they weren't necessary and until something like this happened and, and you know I, I thank god i work for a company that's very uh tech savvy and is on the cutting, we want to try to get yeah, the most cutting edge for uh, innovation as far as technology is concerned, the way that we uh, send send information to and from our customers, how we get information from our customers. And we kind of make it uh, so there's, it, it doesn't matter if you're, what age spectrum you're on, um, what education spectrum you're on, you can satisfy the mortgage requirements, um, no matter what, with the technology. And it, in there, it just wasn't necessary to use this whole time. And yep. now, because of the, the, the social distancing and um, us being very, uh, the, the country being very, very uh, focused on not uh, getting a lot of people together and spreading the virus and cutting that, we're now forced to use this technology that we've always had. And, um, and it's working really well for us. Uh, it absolutely is. I haven't had any hiccups. Um, some people need a little bit of, uh, you know, just pointers on how to get through things to be a little bit more efficient. But that's fine. I mean, mostly everybody has a, a, a Zoom opportunity or a FaceTime opportunity. And uh, and there's, uh, there's awesome apps. I, I throw one out there all the time, Genius Scan. If you have to scan yeah. a PDF, do Genius Scan. It, it creates it. 
yeah, Genius Scan literally like photocopies. Instead of a photo, it makes it look like a photocopy and enhances all of the letters. Exactly. You know, so we're uh, we're actually being interviewed by uh, one of the local news stations right now. Joe Fazio on our team is is talking with them. They're going to post this interview online. They contacted us because they saw that our team was doing something pretty pretty awesome, and a lot of other agents are doing it too. So again, like you said, the technology was there, but we're we're actually the consumer is more apt to using that technology now. So I think this is gonna change the way business is done forever in real estate, Matt, right? So we're doing a lot of Zoom calls, right? So, or, or Facebook live showings, right? So we're not taking people actually through homes until they either see a 3D tour of the house or a live showing, because we're limiting the amount of people in homes. And once they love the property, they can place an offer with a contingency that they need to see the property in person before it goes forward. So at least we know this is a pre-approved, super serious buyer, right? Yeah. And then one other thing that's going on, which I love you guys do, is that upfront underwriting, man. So yeah. Movement Mortgage, and we've been using that forever. So we've been using these tools. So we're already in tune with how to use them. And then right. and you're doing Zoom calls as well with people. So it's yeah, working. Yeah. Yeah. It, and to be honest, what's funny is last July I bought my the most recent house that I purchased that I'm actually in right now. Yeah, I'm in. I bought. I, I didn't. I never saw it. I never walked through it. I never went. I. I I'm my real estate agent. Uh, I actually one of my best friends. So that's convenient. But uh, he uh, he called me and he was like, "Dude, you have to buy this house." And I was like, "Tell me the address." I went online, looked at the photos, did a did a uh, decided I wanted to make an offer put the offer in, did a drive-by. I didn't see it until the home inspection. And that's when I really got to see it. But it's important for everybody that's listening. That's like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I would do something like that. Yeah. Well, I did it and it worked out phenomenal. And, and it, you know, you, you don't have to see the property until the home inspection if you really don't want to because you have an opportunity to get out of the contract if there's something wrong with the house. 100%. You got 10 So why, why waste everybody's, you know, not wasting time. I don't want to say like you're wasting my time, but you know, there's, no, you're protected is what we're saying. And, and, and you can, you can avoid getting sick. So, so, so the thing is, right. Is that in, in today's day, right. In time, some of the best investors I know, Matt, right. All around the country are, are buying homes that they're never going to step foot in. They're <laughs> gobbling up homes, dude. So, they're buying houses, you know, out in like Baltimore, right? And like they have agents, they just find a, a, a trusted real estate agent, realtor that walks them through on Facebook Live. They look through it, they do inspections, they, they have a Zoom call with the inspector after. They want to get wired and game over. It's money, man. It's, it's money. So it's great. So money means like, right? Like, cool. It's like, it's good. It's good, right? Yeah. So uh, for some of our listeners that may not be in tune with that, but. You know, there's a lot of positive things coming out of it, and, and it's actually making things easier and quicker for consumers. And uh, transaction times, I think, you know, may may uh, slim down a little bit with some of this. Well, later also, on. It, it should put some uh, some sort of relaxation towards the sellers. You know, I don't mm -hmm. want to sell my house. I don't want 40 people walking through my house right now. Well, yeah, good. We're not going to let 40 people walk through your house. We won't, we, we won't even let four people walk through your house. Like, <laughs> And we and we got to cut to a commercial in a quick second, but you know what, man? We tell people, listen, it's day by day, but right now this is how it's going on. We anticipate things to get better and back to normal, get better and back to normal.
Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, we're so glad you're here with us today. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Now, this is your show all about real estate buying, selling, investing, and everything in between. And, you know, I'd like to take a, a quick second and uh, I'd like to thank all the local businesses for doing everything they're doing to help out. Um, and, and to really do whatever they can to survive right now, you know, stick with it guys. We're going to get through this. Absolutely. Um, in this show, we're going to put a positive twist on things that are going on because there's a lot of good things happening in the housing market. Okay. Um, but on the line with us, right, we've got uh, Matt Bates with movement mortgage. What's up, Matt. Morning, and we also have our friend Scott Ringland with S Ringland construction. Now he's a builder and you know, people are asking, what's going on with new construction? We want to get you that information right from the source. Scott's been in the business for a long time. And Scott is uh, one, of the, uh, the, one of the great builders here in Rhode Island. He's built everything from high-end, uh, you know, seven, dollars $800,000 homes, probably even higher than that, uh, all the way to, uh, you know, your typical condos around three to 400000 And he's just crushing it out there. Scott, welcome to the Desperado Team show, sir. How you doing? Doing, doing great, doing great. Thank you. I can see because I have you on Zoom. I can see you're in your truck right now, and uh, <laughs> I know you you work nonstop. I got a couple questions for you in regards to the uh, new construction market. Uh, number one, how are are the cost of materials still a burden for builders, and do you see that easing up if they are? I don't think the market price on materials is going to change right away. Okay. Uh, it's a commodity. It's, you know, lumber is probably the same now as it was, you know, uh, a month ago. Um, unless we have a hard time getting it into the country or the mills get shut down. I don't, I don't see a change in that right away. And I think a lot of builders that build, you know, a, a lot more than I ever would, uh, would still have a good handle on buying it at a good price. So I don't, I don't see that jumping just yet. Okay. So, um, right. It's not like the petroleum shortage when all of a sudden vinyl and windows, anything that was uh, an oil-based product skyrocketed. I, I don't think you're going to see that happen. So, so are, are you guys going at full bore right now? Are you still, you know, have you stopped? Have you noticed things kind of slowing down? Or are you guys still going? Um, I actually just started a five-lot subdivision and was, uh, was full bore and kind of pulled back a little bit uh, due to myself getting a little nervous. Um I also own a site company on the site and the guys that I work for and do site work for that are also builders. Uh, I don't really see them slowing up. They get a lot of work in process and they're still trying to push through it. Yep. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to stop. I think if you, you know, they got a lot of these condos going on. They got a lot of single family homes going on. Uh, they want to get them. They want to get them up built. Uh, me, I, I have a foundation in the ground ready to frame. Um, and, uh, I got a little nervous, so I'll probably wait a few weeks to see this pass and then get it out there because by the time it's ready, it's going to be four weeks from now, or four months from now. So um, I think I'll be past the, the scary spot. But I think, I think uh, you know, I don't think it's a bad time to sell. I think it's still a good time to build. Um, I think you're going to be slowed up a little bit due to the labor force being squished right now a little bit because that's yeah, definitely so, happening. So, you know, a couple, couple quick things. I just want to quickly touch on uh, what you said about being nervous. I want to... I want to give you a little bit of a breath of fresh air, right? So, and I understand where you're coming from. You got a lot of money on the line when you're building homes, right? 
But right, right. If, are those single families? Is that one you're talking about specifically a single family home? Yeah, I have a five yeah. lot subdivision field and all single family three quarter acre lots and yeah it's the single family homes i i think there's a lot of uh there's still a lot of interest in them but you know i think you are the society in general is getting nervous in this um which trends to get us guys kind of nervous of i probably shouldn't be but of course, so that's you know? why that's why you got to pick up the phone and you got to call matt bates you got to call emilio Desperado and get the real news right so here's what the media <laughs> is not reporting bro Listen to this. Single family homes listed in the past 30 days, 649. Single family homes pending in the past 30 days since this whole scare really started here, 1,010. Homes are on the market for 27 days. People want new construction, Scott. I, I, believe, I well, believe they do. I believe they do. Uh, I, I do. And like I said, I'll be back at it shortly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Matt, like Matt, of course, right? And I'm, I'd like for you to weigh in on this. I mean, you know, of course, um, things could change with banks. Lending guidelines may get tougher. You know, we don't know, right? But um, Matt, do you, I'm just curious in your prediction, your estimation, do you see, um, do you see the housing market like shutting down? Uh, no, I, I really don't think so. I think the mortgage business and the real estate is one of the epicenters of our American economy, and it's going to be real focused on using that to drive the economy back up once the, the sanctions have been lifted and we're let out of our cages a little bit, if you will. So uh, I, I really don't think so. I, I also think that you know investor, mortgage investors are going to be very cautious about what type of loans they're buying. So they're going to change the guidelines to be a lot more stricter for, for homeowners that want to get pre-approved. Yep. future homeowners uh so you know when that comes to as that pertains to, to both of you um especially scott is that you if you see a uh, an offer come in with a pre-approval letter and they were able to obtain that with the new guideline changes that they're uh actually very very well qualified buyers and they're extremely serious because those are the only people that are going to be able to get pre-approval letters at the time whereas when uh, the guidelines were much more relaxed and uh, there was no pandemic and, you know, people were lending down to 620 and 640 as a FICO score, you were, you know, doing building the house and you get to step eight out of 10 and then next thing you know, you know, maybe they don't qualify anymore. They lost their deposit. They don't, you know, whatever the case may be. So I really think that, um, you know, you can start to see a lot stronger. Uh, buyers come around and uh, I, I would give it a bit of advice and, and find out, um, you know, see what they do for work. Um, and if they're essential workers, then they're, you know, they're going to be having a job. And, you know, that's kind of basically the only thing as far as like, you know, are people getting laid off and things like that? Yeah. Really what you need to focus on the most, of, you know, at the moment. Well said, Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott, one of the things that we're doing right now, my whole team is doing is we're asking what, what all the different buyers do, what type of work they're in. And we're discussing that as part of like the offer process with our clients, because, you know, when this thing first started, we had a few people that were laid off and we lost several transactions, you know? Um, but now at this point in time, we're looking for those essential workers. And, uh, and obviously we're at 100%. We want to, we're following uh, fair housing market guidelines, right? And we're doing all of that, but, um, as far as, uh, you know, if somebody is going to get laid off or something, if they're in the restaurant industry, they're probably going to have a hard time right now or the hospitality industry. 
So we got to take all of you know those things into uh, respect. Well, people are certainly going to be impacted, and again, I think maybe the market that might get hit the first is going to be your two seventy five market and down, which was pretty hot because a lot of your restaurant buyers, lower end workers, the people that unfortunately are the you know the ones that work you know in those industries uh, that those industries are shut down um, for the most part. So it may take them a little while. And I guess the biggest thing is too, is if the government's going to step in on anything, help them just protect their credit scores so that yeah. they can go forward and get approved. Cause you, you got to keep that lower end market uh, also moving with my stuff. The houses in Smithfield are 450, 505. Uh, I don't think personally, again, it, it's just, it was more of a nervous feeling, but yeah. I personally don't think that market is going to get affected. I still think you've got plenty of buyers that are, qualified and will still be qualified in the next two months even after this is over to go yeah. forward and buy a house um my concern was starting it and then losing my labor force in all honesty not really the buyers uh there is it has been hit it's slowed down yeah. um if you're in a big rush to push stuff up you know i got a house being plastered my buddy carlos just did one he usually shows up with like 17 guys can't put 17 guys on a house he did five typically a house would take him a day and a half he was there for five days so, it's, you know, again, it slows the whole process down. That's know? interesting what you just said there. And I actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So is it taking a little bit long? And we've got, you know, we've got to cut to a commercial in a second, Scott. Right. But Scott, is it taking longer right now to build a home because you're not allowed to have as many workers on the site and within in reach of one another? I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'm on a job yeah. now. There's four guys framing a, a four-unit condo. As opposed to, you know, when you would usually have, uh, you know, 15, 20 guys roaming around the site. So, yeah, I definitely, I know we got not, not much time left, but yeah, I definitely say you're going to be, if you're on a production site, maybe not a single family home guy like me, but if you're on a big production site and you're used to having tons of subs on a job with big framing crews, big siding yep. crews, you are going to get slowed down. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, um, Scott, it's been awesome having you on Thanks here. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're, you're well, wait, don't go anywhere yet, man. Uh, thank you so much for being here. So that was Scott Ringland with S Ringland Construction and Site Work. Uh, fantastic resource. You can Google him, let him know you heard it here. Or if you want us to touch, uh, have you touch base with him, that's fine. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you very much. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Now, this is your show all about buying, selling, investing, and living the American dream uh, by leveraging real estate. We've got on plenty of awesome guests on this show weekly to help you out with that and to navigate through any type of time. So right now, the housing market, as we discussed in the previous sections uh, of the show, are really good. It's really good. And we're looking 30 days back and telling you it's really good, right? Things could change, maybe, maybe not. But you know what? We've got on uh, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here. He is our co-host. And in addition to that, we have on Peter Pagonis, the Director of Home Ownership at Rhode Island Housing. Now, Peter joined Rhode Island Housing back in 2013 and uh, as lender services and was appointed director of home ownership in August of 2015. So in his role, he oversees the corporation's home ownership, origination activity, foreclosure prevention programs, and home buyer education efforts. So he's got a long background of uh, 
of working in the financial markets and industry. And we have, uh, and, and you know what, Peter holds a great position over there. I felt it would be great to have him on to talk about, you know, different things buyers could do in this time where some people might be struggling a little bit more with down payments, with this and that. So Peter, um, we appreciate having you here on the show with us. Welcome to the show. My pleasure. Good to be with you. Thank you very much. So, you know, um, Peter, a lot of things that are happening right now in the market where, you know, I, I would say it's probably affecting a lot of the, the, the lower, the lower price ranges, maybe under 400 K or so, um, buyers are, are either out of work. Some of them they're struggling. And I know that there's a forbearance and mortgage payments and all that. Can we quickly talk about that before we talk about the down payment assistance programs you guys have, but, but more importantly, by the way, I'm sorry, how will that affect or will it not affect them in the coming months when they're back at work? That's great. Great question. Um, it's a tough time right now for lenders and consumers equally. Um, lenders um, and services will have to, unfortunately, continue to forward monthly payments, principal and interest payments to the ultimate investor, even if the consumer uh, comes to a forbearance agreement. Yeah. So that many servicers have the ability to tap into a federal liquidity facility will that, that will allow them to continue making these payments while the borrower is on a hold, if you will, for making their monthly P&I payments. But as you can imagine, for the servicer, it puts them in a tough situation. But Rhode Island Housing and others are looking to take advantages, advantage of this because we all know consumers are in a very difficult situation. Who would have... Who would have thought a month ago that we would be in this situation? No one, you know, no one. How, how are we to know? Now, a servicer, guys, uh, for, for our listeners, a servicer is basically who you're paying your mortgage uh, bill to every single month. And it may not be like, so, so like Movement Mortgage, Matt, you guys may hold some of your mortgages, but you may put them on the, uh, the secondary market, right? And the servicer is going to take that, service it. And from what I understand, Peter, they need to go three years before they even break even with a mortgage, right? Right, it, it's a great point. It depends, it varies um, from servicer to servicer a bit, but that's a good rule to think about. Okay, great. So, so you know, and I wanna talk about the down payment in a second, but what I'm looking at, right, is like, so we've got all these servicers who already got hit hard with the refi boom because they only had the mortgage, some, some cases six months or a year, and then all of a sudden they lost out on that. Now they're losing out on the forbearance. Um, what is going to happen if all of these, if all of these, you know, servicers keep getting hit? I mean, is that going to affect people's ability to qualify for mortgages? Absolutely. Uh, the credit box could, and we're starting to see that, as I'm sure Matt can attest to. Um, we're starting to see that already, where these servicers will not accept loans. Um, that are not in a very high credit profile area. So that would be the first step, right? Yeah, um, well, yeah for yeah. sure. So, okay. So now, I mean, we saw people getting, you know, uh, with credits of, of 580 getting approved for homes. Do you see that changing a little bit, Peter, and uh, with Rhode Island Housing as well? So Rhode Island Housing has had for about a year and a half or so a minimum 620 credit score. Okay. Um, you know, we take on some risks, certainly, with that credit score. Uh, generally, we work with first-time home buyers, um, but we have not moved that minimum score yet. Uh, we are aware that some of our clients have moved that up a bit, 
Yeah. Um, I've heard 640, 660, even 680 um, around the country and locally as well. Um, we want to be able to continue uh, providing access to credit and uh, we'll, we'll look to try to maintain as long as we can the current standards. That's fantastic. So, and I appreciate hearing that, Peter, I do. So just so the, the you know, consumers listening right now on air, our listeners know, with Rhode Island Housing, you could either go through a source like Movement Mortgage, or you could go direct to Rhode Island Housing. Now, every bank may have different standards in which they package the loan and send it out to the secondary market because it may be more sellable uh, for them to do so in a certain way. So, you know, keep in mind to our listeners, you may go to one bank and they may say, hey, listen, you're not qualified, but you may want to check with another one at times like this, okay? And right. you should be talking with your real estate professional for guidance through that as well. So, and, Peter. And I oh, just, real quick, is I, I know that with this, through, through this system, uh, through this uh, environment that we got going on, uh, a lot of banks are like, I'm speaking with a lot of loan officers with other banks. So it's, and I can see that uh, happening over and over and over again. So still reach out to the people that you want to reach out to. There's a good chance that if I can't do it, I know somebody that can and yes. I'm in touch and make sure that the deal still gets get completed and everybody is, uh, everybody's, uh, get, takes advantage of the opportunities that are available. Well, that, that's, oh, go ahead, Peter. What were you going to no, say? That's a great point, Matt. While, uh, while this may not ultimately end up being a customer for Matt, it, it is overall, overall excellent for the Rhode Island real, real estate market and liquidity. It keeps the ball rolling, and in the long term, it's great for all of us. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, Peter, so there's the couple of the, the – now, in this time, right, what type of programs does Rhode Island Housing have for people with, you know, that can't make a down payment or – you know, and, and to our listeners that are saying, wait, I had to put 20% down when I bought a house. Can we quickly talk about that? Absolutely. Um, we have three types of down payment assistance programs. Two are temporary in nature, um, temporary funding, and one we plan to have around for a long time and we've had had around for a long time. Generally, the traditional down payment assistance program gives the borrower 6% of the loan of the sales price not to exceed twelve thousand dollars so yep. for example if you if you buy a house for two hundred thousand times six percent right there you have your twelve thousand dollars and you can use that however you'd like in terms of closing costs and down payment assistance we also have two other programs that are zero percent down payment programs one is forgivable after five years, that's a very small program right now, only available in Providence and Woonsocket. Okay. Then we have another one that's 0% as well, available statewide, not forgivable, but due upon sale uh, or conveyance or transfer in the future. Yep, nice. So there's plenty of different options out there and they may or may not you know, be for you, but um, I would suggest to speak with your local real estate agent, your local lender as well, and uh, or direct to Rhode Island Housing to see what works for you. So Peter Pagonis with Rhode Island Housing, Director of Home Ownership, you know, great resource to have. Thank you for being here with us, Peter. I could pick your brain for another hour, but we are about to get kicked off on air. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, thank you so much. And uh, please, to all of our listeners, check us out at facebook.com backslash Despirito team. You can go ahead and see all of the latest information going out there in the market. A video from this show, we'll post it in a couple of days, uh, in addition to a ton of other great content and all of the latest listings hitting 
Uh, we really love being here as a resource. I'd also like to thank Jennifer Jaber with rablogger.com talking about the top five virtual things to do while you're stuck at home. In addition to Scott Ringland with Ringland Construction. And uh, every, I wanna also think about everybody out there that's affected by this right now. We'd like to keep them in our thoughts and in our prayers. And, um, you know, just keep positive guys. Look at all of the, uh, you know, look at all the data you're getting, find out where the source is from and feel free to use us as a resource. 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. We love you. We're happy to be here with you. God bless you all. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks again, man. Love thank having you, Emilio, and thank you, Peter. Uh, I really appreciate the time. Uh, My pleasure. Awesome. Guys, this has been the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Enjoy your Sundays. Hug your family tight. And uh, we're going to be here with you next week, spreading the latest real estate news here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut area. Thank you so much. Take care.